The Black and Abdallah podcast is brought to you by Fry the Coop. Fry the Coop has five great chicken sandwiches, Nashville hot chicken, spicy honey butter chicken, chicken and cheese, Chicago hot chicken, and a donut fried chicken sandwich. It's Fry the Coop. And now, the Black and Abdallah podcast. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Black and Abdallah on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Weeknight 6 to 8 here on ESPN 1000. Justin Fields did not practice today at Hallis Hall. Right thumb injury, the dislocated thumb did not practice. We'll still wait the rest of this week to find out if he'll have surgery, how long it could be, or if it'll be a, a one-week thing. But Tyson Bajan is expected to be the starter this weekend. So he spoke to the media earlier today at Hallis Hall. This is what uh, Tyson Bajan had to say about being comfortable with the full play sheet. This is what he said to the coaches. Yeah, I think whatever they whatever they want to put on that call sheet um, will, will be understood you know, through and through by myself. Um, and, you know, I'll put that on me. Kind of going into the game last week, um, you know, I just kind of told him, you know, hey, I know you guys have a lot of faith in me, but I do want to let you know I know the whole I know the whole call sheet. So, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, do your thing, call your plays. Um, you know, don't hinder the offense just because I'm going in there because I've, you know, prepared for this all week. So kind of take pride in doing that. And, um, yeah, whatever's put on there is uh, usually, you know, what, what will be understood and what I'll figure out how to operate. Tyson Bajan also talked about what his playing style is. I guess I, I don't try to box myself into – um, to any category, I don't. I don't necessarily think I'm solely a pocket passer. I don't think I'm solely. You know, I don't think I'm a dual threat guy. Um, I think I fall somewhere in between there, and you know, I just take the play that's given to me and try to extract whatever yardage I can out of that play, and that's just kind of how I think about it and look at it. So Tyson Bajan, he spoke to the media earlier today. Abdallah, he sounds confident. He sounds uh, like he's excited and ready to go for his first NFL start. And we hope he plays well, and hopefully the Bears can try and make something out of this season because to this point, one in five, it's been an extremely disappointing start to the season. Yeah, I think that you can't... I'm not to the point yet where I'm saying, all right, let's just lose out because get the second overall pick, do whatever you want to with it. Ryan Poles will do whatever he wants to with it, trade it, use it. You know, you hope that the Panthers is number one. There are too many pieces on this team now that are going to be a part of this team moving forward. You know, there was, there has been some conversation of maybe Jalen Johnson being traded before the deadline or Eddie Jackson being traded before the deadline. And that's fine. Those are guys that, you know, weren't drafted by Ryan Poles and maybe they're cap casualties. Jalen Johnson's up for a deal at the end of the year. Maybe Darnell Mooney isn't back next year. But there's too many guys on the offensive line that you brought in on the defensive line that you paid on defense that are going to be here moving forward that you need to see play well and try to turn that good play into wins like i'm not in tank mode yet i'm not nobody in this studio right now you and me are are rooting against tyson bajant like i'm not rooting for him to fail i think the team is still better when fields is out there because you need to know what fields is by the end of the season he's still got a lot of games left if he comes back healthy and plays in a couple weeks if not if they opt for surgery or he's out for six weeks then we'll cross that bridge when we get there but right now 
Tyson Bajan is the starting quarterback for the Bears, and he needs to play well enough for them to win. The defense needs to play well enough. If you've got all these pieces on defense that are going to be here for the next couple of years, they need to play well enough to support this guy coming in who's never started an NFL game before. Like, they have to do their part. This offensive line that's going to be around for a little bit, how about protect him? How about block for, for you know, when they're running and, and for throwing and all that kind of stuff? Like, if Roshan Johnson clears concussion protocol, hopefully he is. Hopefully he's back out there. He didn't practice today, which is not a good sign for him clearing concussion protocol. Um, if he's out there, then he they just drafted him. He's he might be your running back moving forward. If you know Khalil Herbert, after when you get to a deal with when Khalil Herbert's deal is up, guess what? You move on and Roshan's your your starter. Like that's how it works in the NFL. There's too many bodies on this team that are part of the future to just tank. Yeah, I'm with you. I Mentally, I can't get to that spot right now because we don't have enough to be excited about in this city. I, I know that Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks are exciting. The season's just getting started, and hopefully there's a very, very bright future for Bedard, for the Hawks. But, like, we're sitting here on October the 18th. I can't do the tank conversation right now. No. I just can't. If people want shows that are just that, I'm sorry, but that's not what we're going to bring to the table here because I, I can't mentally deal with that. I need something positive. We, we've had so much crap in this city the last few years of teams not making the playoffs, of teams being disappointed, of teams just losing from basketball to the baseball teams. I know the, the Cubs had a nice run this season. You still didn't make the playoffs. Their future's bright. You still didn't make the playoffs. Like, I want to see, you know how cool this story would be? And, like, this is not a piece of commentary on Justin Fields. You know how cool the story would be? If Tyson Beja goes out there and plays well and they win a couple of games, mm-hmm. I mean, well, it, that would be a really cool if, story. That would be something that would be fun for all of us to get behind. Listen, what if the story is that Fields is out for four to six weeks and Bajan comes in. Keeps and, them afloat. And they win three games. Keeps them in the mix. What if they win three out of five games? The season's games or not something? lost. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, the statement, regardless of who the quarterback is, the statement still stands that the best case scenario for the Bears moving into the offseason is that they play well as a collective group. No one gets fired. And they're using those picks and trading them or not drafting a quarterback, right? Like, that's the best case. If Bajent turns into Brock Purdy, or as some caller called into uh, the Cap and J. Hood show and said that he's going to be Tom Brady. <laughs> he said that today? He said, a caller called in and said, this has flashes of Brady coming in for Bledsoe. And he's okay. going to take them places. And when asked, he said, to the to greener pastures. <laughs> okay. Well, like, isn't that when someone dies? Don't you go not, to greener pastures? No, I think, don't cows go there? To greener pastures? Yeah. Don't you put them out to pasture? No, the, you put them out, and that's the end of it. But to, to greener ones, those are where they go to eat. Well, it's I, just like a better, more promising situation. Yeah. They oh, go to I eat thought there. greener pastures was like, no, you know. No, 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 no. That's, heaven. No, that's putting them out. Ah. But if, they, out? if it's greener, they're going for lunch. But out to pasture is... They're going for more. I think so. Okay. Yes. That's out to pasture? Yes, I think so. Okay. I think that's what it is for cows. All right. <laughs> I think that's that's the situation. But greener pastures are better pastures. Out to pasture is, you know. Yeah, right. That's not good. It's a dead cow sound. X's on the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyson Major talked about what it would mean to start in his the start his first NFL game. 
I thought this was good. Listen to this. It means everything. I think after the last game of my college career, I was talking to a good buddy of mine and just kind of, you know, we were kind of talking about like, hey, you know, no matter how good or bad this goes at the next level, you know, there is a there is a very big chance that, you know, maybe you make the team, but you, you might never get to start a game ever again in your whole life. You might never get, you know, that, that, that QB one role ever again. And that's just kind of, you know, how the, how the apple falls from the tree sometimes, but uh, to, to look where I'm at and to look how everything is kind of falling into place, uh, just nothing but, you know, extreme uh, gratitude and just feeling super blessed to, you know, be able to be that, that uh, kind of motivational role in the, the younger people in my, in my, in my family, kind of be that person they can look up to and just really just motivation for everybody that, you know, maybe at a smaller level and all the people back home. So there you go. Tyson Bajan earlier today at Hallisall speaking to the media because he is quarterback one heading into this week against the Raiders with the injury to Justin Fields and his dislocated thumb, his right thumb on his throwing hand. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it's a callback to this summer when uh, callers were calling into Cap and Jay Hood. Philly and McHenry calling mm. into the Cap and Jay Hood show. Philly and McHenry yeah. on ESPN 1000. All right, Philly. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Cap. Uh, What's up, man? Hey, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, I've been, I've been pro with Justin Fields for as long as he's been a bear. I'm a big Ohio State guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you something. This baguette guy, this backup quarterback. Bajan. Bajan. Repeat after me. Tyler Bajan. He's not a baguette. Tyson. Yeah. Hood's laugh is almost as funny as it's so great. Like Hood's laugh, like that's <laughs> a laugh. belly laugh from Hood. Like we produced with Jonathan for a long time. He like heard that's the baguette. A, yeah, that's that's a belly laugh. And it's, He's not a baguette. That's great. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you something. This baguette guy, this backup quarterback. I mean, that's an all timer. It's it so, is good. so Here's baguette guy. So good. Yes. Oh, I will, uh, yes. You just oui, great oui. to talk to the media today. Yes. And say uh, au revoir. I'm going to go out and, uh, you know, take their radar and the two on them. The two on the radars. <laughs> two on them. And we will have a good game. My biggest problem with uh, Tyson Bajant is people have been sending me this on Twitter because for obvious reasons that he's there's a video going around of him doing karaoke to Eminem. Oh, really? To an Eminem song. Is it problematic? No, you know this oh. You know this dude is listening to Lose Yourself before the game starts. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, like, I can, like, he's going to have the headphones on out there warming up, and it's just going to be, <laughs> he's going to be thinking about Mom's Spaghetti. Mom's Spaghetti. The whole, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just. Pretending I, that he's up on stage. I, I can't get behind that, man. You know that dude is listening to Lose Yourself before the game. <laughs> like, he's got one shot, and he knows the it. Moment. Moment. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta what, let it go. Look, he's he comes off as a super nice kid. Like it's gonna be. I, I can't, I'm very excited for him to get his. It's great for him. I'm sure his whole family's coming in for the game. Like it's gonna be good for him and like his career and everything. But this dude is gonna be out there mom spaghetti and throwing up all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. This baguette guy, this backup quarterback, this baguette guy, this baguette guy. Oh, it's Bajan. Tyson Bajan. <laughs> Yes, he's like, not a baguette. I wish someone in the media would have asked him, be like, so what are you going to, you got like a warm-up song or something? What would your warm-up song be? Not that. Uh, 
Did you ever have one? No, before, I, I didn't. You, you, were a, you were a theater kid, so before a big play, you <laughs> we didn't, didn't listen to warm-up songs. You didn't have a, you didn't have a song. You yeah, put in was, your yeah, headphones hits, and, and get, yeah. get in the zone. Hits from the bong by <laughs> Cypress Hill. You, no, um, you didn't have like a pregame uh, process for, for all your uh, theater stuff? No, no, I, no, I didn't. I did not. Do theater kids have that? I don't think so. Well, you all just show up. Just like looking around, ready to go. Yeah, I feel like that's you don't kind rehearse of what your it is. lines. You know, no, like you do that. Obviously, you play in a football game. You do whatever. You warm up. You know, you play basketball. You shoot free throws. You yeah, get, you get loose. You get a little sweat going. You don't do anything as a theater. You kid. do like uh, like you do like vocal warm ups and stuff. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. But that's not like I'm not I'm not listening to like I'm not listening to you know Duality by Slipknot. To lose headphones. yourself by Eminem? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I think if I did have to listen to to have like a warm-up song, it would either be, there's two artists it would be, and they're complete opposites. It would either be Slipknot okay. or it would be Jeezy. Slipknot is too aggressive. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. You want to run through a wall. <laughs> like uh, that, That's too much. Like, I want to put, no, nope. Give me, give me sick by Slipknot off their self-title, then I'm, I'm ready to run through a wall for people. I'm tell you something, this baguette guy, this backup quarterback, this baguette guy. Hmm? But I'm going to tell you something, this baguette guy, this backup quarterback. When I was running uh, in high school and my younger days, mm-hmm. uh, my warm-up was uh, ACDC's Back in Black, the okay. album. All right. So like, I would listen to the album on the way to the meets. Like that was the album that I listened to before every meet because mm-hmm. it was the tempo of ACDC songs isn't too fast. Yeah, like, like you Metallica is too fast. Slip, you can't run to Slipknot. So if you get those songs stuck in your head, unless it's like Welcome Home from Metallica, mm-hmm. Sanitarium. Yeah. Because that's like a methodical mm-hmm. uh, paced song. So like if I listen to things that were more aggressive... Yeah, the Slipknots or whatever you want. I feel like both. It black was too. Albums. It was too fast. So like it, it didn't work because then you'd be in a race and you'd be thinking about the song and then you'd like you you didn't want to outrun your pace that yeah. you were supposed to be running. I feel like you could either listen to um, Back in Black or the Black Album by Metallica. Like the Black Album by Metallica is like sad but true. I, I just like yeah, that's I, like I wanted to give the dog a bone. You that's know, fine. You know how it goes. That's Little fine. ACDC. That's fine. I want I want people screaming. <laughs> Before I want that like that, that like double bass pedal in the intro. To it sick. was a double pace. Yeah. When, when you're when you're running and the double kick is going, that, that, that doesn't quite work. Unless you're a sprinter. If you're a sprinter, I get it. Totally get it. Nick in Orland Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Nick? Yeah, it sounds like noise, you guys. What you listen to? But anyway, I wanted to talk about the Bears and where they're at as oh, far yes. as Justin Fields. Um, if Bayesian has a good game, if you guys hit it on the head in the next two, three games, and they win two out of three, it, it is what it is. How can he do it and Justin can't? I mean, the Raiders got a decent defensive line with Crosby. He's able to have success. I just think we got to stop what Justin Fields knows. He's, and you can't be an athletic quarterback only. He won't last a season by doing it. It's too hard in the NFL. You have to have a mixture. Look at Patrick Mahomes. He's more of a pocket passer that wasn't a runner. But you got to come in moments only. Otherwise, you just won't last the season. It just won't. He'll be hurt. So I'm of the opinion, if there's any success by this backup, that we have to, I'm already thinking we have to move on. We're wiping his nose too much. The line to this to that. He's on his second set of coaches. The line is better. It's not perfect. He holds the ball too long. 
time to move on. If, if Bajan has any success, clearly we have to move on. Either it's Bajan or find somebody else. That's my thoughts. All right, thanks for the call, Nick. Appreciate it. Uh, you see in the Twitch chat that "Come with Me" with Puff Daddy. That was a good. Uh, that's a good pump one. up song. Yeah. Isn't that that's the that's the uh, Led Zeppelin that's cover? The Led Zeppelin yeah, cover? from the yeah. Godzilla soundtrack. That's a good, that's a good one. The soundtrack just that listen, I owned back in the nineties. That's listen, right. Just listen to Led Zeppelin. Well, no, I know, but the the, I, the there was a beat that's added why, to it that I, I thought think was there's good. Some hip hop that works, like I like Jeezy to me works. Um, there's some Jay Z that works. Uh, like there's like you have to have that like. I don't know, like like there's Wu Tang. Oh, listen to Wu Tang before you do anything. Oof, Marcos Melrose Park. What do you think? Hey, what's going on? Uh, first time caller, big fan. What's up, man? Not much. Uh, just uh, when you guys were talking about warm up songs, uh, I was never in in uh, in uh, doing plays or anything. But when I was in choir, there was a song, a uh, warm up song. It was like "Many Mumbling Mice," and it's like I don't know how the rest of it went. I don't know if you guys remember that. I have no idea what that no, is. Either? No, not a no idea. We did like something. I don't rem- over and over. I don't remember what it was, but it was just like a vocal warm up, and you only did that for like during like the a big, musical the big shows. No, 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 like a musical. Like you weren't for doing Saturday it for night. like plays. He's no. talking about uh, many mumbling mice making merry music in the moonlight. Mighty nice. I'm a theater kid myself as well. Oh, just- yeah. whoa, whoa, who's that? Is that <laughs> Jack? Jack? That's Jack. Jack? Hell yeah, yeah. Jack. Well, Jack. All right, Jack. All right. Let's do this. Let's theater do this. kids unite. All right, All right theater Marcos. kids, putting the E Thank in the you, SPN. Marcos. Yes. Yes, you are. We'll have to we'll have to compare shows during the break because no one wants to hear that. Were were the nights that you knew the girlfriend was going to be there? Was that a bigger night for you, or was it which night was the biggest night for the show? They're they're all big nights, Chris. Oh, they're all big nights. They're all big. Nights. Well, not all games are stage. big games. You're on stage, man. They're all big nights. They're all big nights. Well, in, in high school, you're only you only do the performance like six times, and then you're done. You're yeah, not playing it, a whole thing of games. You're it's doing, a week run. You're no? doing like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then maybe and a it? Sunday, and that's it. Yeah, you do like two weeks, and that's it. All that for two shows? I mean, come on now. Well, yeah. <sighs> I mean, you got to practice. Yeah, but but when you play sports, you have like a full season of sports. You're not learning lines in sports. <laughs> Were you learning lines? Yeah, I was learning lines. How many lines did you have? I was the lead in a play. Which I was one? the lead in a Shakespeare play. Which one? Much Ado About Nothing. I was the lead. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. I didn't see it. Thanks, friend. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. Matt on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you feeling? We're good, man. What do you got? So I got a quick Akon story. I don't know. Maybe Adam brought this up earlier, but Akon used to perform, you know, all across the country, all across the world. Whenever he didn't feel like performing or he was hungover, he would just send one of his brothers up there. He had like two or three brothers that looked just like him. Really? And they would just lip sync the music. And, you know, people wouldn't even even tell. Akon admits to using his brother as a body double early on in his career. Really? When there he was overbooked go. for shows. Sometimes he would send a body double to a different show when he was booked <laughs> in two cities. <laughs> yeah, man. That's amazing. Would, Dude, I'm telling you, the man is a grifter, funny. and it is amazing. 
Exactly. He still gets his money. He still gets the fans. He still gets the fame. I mean, no problem with that. That's great. That's Thank like you, the Matt. Old, um, the old MF Doom uh, conspiracy. The Thanks, old MF, MF Doom conspiracy. Uh, rest in peace, MF Doom. Uh, he it was would, someone else underneath the mask. It was someone else underneath the mask that he would, wasn't actually out there performing <laughs> just because he didn't like it. That's amazing. Uh, Abdallah, we need to uh, talk to uh, See, here on the show, Black and Abdallah, weeknight six to eight, uh, sometimes from time to time, uh, some of the people who are working our show would be called uh, Gen Zers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're millennials. Uh, I think we would qualify as elder millennials yeah. at this point. I like having the young people on our show because it keeps us young, keeps us connected to what's going on out there in the world. Uh, you have a story here about young people, Gen Zers, who have discovered something new that maybe the rest of us could jump aboard on. Uh, yes, the latest trend. It's hot in the streets. Literally, it is in the streets. Hmm. It is called silent walking, oh. a trend where Gen Zers don't wear their headphones when they're walking. So just walking. Just walking. That needs a name? No AirPods, no podcast, no music, just me, myself, and I, says the uh, in this Instagram influencer. This uh, post now has over half a million views. At first, I was like, F no, my anxiety could never. But then I was like, hey, what? sometimes I just like to hear the outside. That's a real quote? I'm reading it off the uh, Wait, website right here. They were worried they weren't going to be able to handle just walking, just walking without something playing. Just walking without, with just in their own thoughts. Or nature, just hearing nature, hearing the sights and sounds of the city or the park. This is just walking. This so is they've literally created just, something new called silent walking. Silent walking. But it's just walking. It's just walking, but it's silent to you because you don't have anything in your playing in your headphones. And they said we were the bad generation. Dude. The millennials. They said we were the, the bad ones. Remember when we, we did, they don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was good. That was a fun one. They don't the want to work. The boomers are hilarious, aren't they? God. Yeah, but I've, I've like, we, okay, we're, we're slowly becoming that gener- generation no, nope. by crapping no, on not. Gen Z, but. No, we're but not. Not at all. This Gen Z stuff, these trends that we talk about at least once a week are ridiculous. Silent walking. Jack, how old are you? I am 22. Explain yourself. Oh, perfect. Explain uh, yourself. Jack, this this defend, one's hard to defend, stick up for. Defend yeah. your generation. Your generation. Gen Zers. What's, what's going on here? Defend yourself. A lot of weight on my shoulders here. Yeah, this one's hard to stick up for. Um, <laughs> I don't like walking around with headphones to begin with. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I was kind of thinking about it. And walking around with my phone most of the time in my pocket when it's just buzzing and I'm constantly looking down at it, that I can get on board with. I don't know how much you guys just put your phone down and walk on the street without any connection to anything with your with your phone or electronic device but for the most part i think i always have my phone on me so i could see the trend of leaving it at home and walking around and here in the outside i mean Jack, sometimes me when i'm walking i can't feel my phone so yeah. it's the same thing yeah, so, Jack, yeah let me ask sense. you a question in your life have yep. you ever met up with a friend at a bar a movie theater a uh, mall back when malls existed uh where you just went to the place and waited for the person to show up without communicating via text it would, must have been a long time ago, probably. Probably not then. I'm yeah. guessing no, right? I'm going to guess that that's like, a, yeah. what? You're, you're 22. Yeah. So, like, in the last six years, seven years, 
that would be your your prime high school years. Yeah, no, I'd probably be texting the person asking yeah. them where they are, how yeah. far away they are. are. Where are you at? Exactly. You at? I'm around yeah. this corner. I'm by this store. Here, yep. Where are you? Like, exactly. like Kevin Zipak is with us tonight. Kevin, I'm sure you remember the good old days of when our generation, the elder millennials, would go places and just wait for someone to just appear. Yeah, you'd have to plan accordingly, yeah. and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, meet me by the so-and-so, and then you just hope for the best. And and what happened if that person didn't show? Well, you just you were very terrified at that point, if you well, were me. Uh, hopefully they're not dead. And yeah. you just watch the movie by hopefully yourself, they're, hopefully or you they're not walk dead. around the mall by yeah. yourself, and you say, all right, well... When I get home, maybe I'll call and find out what they're up to. Hey, what happened? Hey, where, where, where'd you go? We missed training day. Uh, Shane Norling chiming in. I literally cannot walk outside without my headphones. Well, he's young. Yeah, he is. You know, I left my AirPods here yesterday, and thank you guys for finding those for me. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for nothing to Shay, who I also asked to help me out. Of course, he did not. <laughs> uh, now that I know he's listening. Not a surprise. Yeah, he's pretty much useless. But uh, just the train <laughs> ride home last night and then the train ride in today without music is hellish. Hellish? Yeah, really? Night- nightmare-ish. I don't wear my headphones sometimes on the train. I what, will, what do you do? I will people wear, talk so loudly. Sometimes ah. I'll wear my headphones and not have anything playing it just because I don't want to have to interact with That's anybody. That's a bad move right there. I don't want to have to do that. I like um, that. I like doing that. But yeah, I usually have my headphones on. And when I do forget my uh, AirPods, I do have the uh, I have the these cord. headphones. Yeah, I have the corded headphones. Although I have the new iPhone, so I don't. I don't think I can use it anymore. And, and shout out to the special people out there who forget their headphones, uh, don't have their ear pods, uh, yet they play whatever they want to listen to at full volume mm-hmm. on their phone on the train. I don't think they forget anything. For- I think that's just what they do. Oh, well, I was just going to give them no, a special think, little shout out. I think because that's just I think what they those do. Those people are just, yeah, those are the best. I, See, those uh, folks. I was on the train yesterday riding home, and the guy next to me was watching the movie Step Brothers full length, start to finish, on the train for the hour ride home. Headphones? No, no headphones. No, he wanted, no headphones. He wanted to incorporate you. He yeah. wanted exactly. to make sure you could hear it. I was hearing every, every part so of the So, Jack, uh, you can't defend Gen Zers and their, quote, silent walking. Silent walking. This one's tough for me. I don't think I can. How to oh, join the silent walk movement. Yeah. <laughs> the silent walk movement. The idea started when uh, this influencer's nutritionist, oh God, oh, recommended a thirty-minute walk per day as opposed to high-stress <laughs> cardio workouts. Well, walking's good for people. Walking so is good for people. Wrong I understand the, that. The I understand walking, that. but having to call it something special just to go for a walk is a little ridiculous. Silent walker. I mean, acting like this is a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you had to silent walk when you were, you know, when we were children before you got the Walkman going. There is nothing more today's culture than having to name it something to clarify that that's what you're doing instead I, yeah. of just doing it. You have to come up with a name, and then you have to make a TikTok. Of your silent walking, just walking about the city. I will a day defend in a life Gen as a 22 year old in Chicago. Here's the video. <laughs> I'll defend Gen Z on on one of the uh, the trends from the past couple months. I, I I'm pretty into girl dinner. I like boy dinner. A red bull and a zen. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah.
What are the other terms that Gen Zers are uh, living their lives so with this, now? The start of this article says we've had everything showers. Yeah, bed you know rotting, what that is. Bed rotting, which I just found out, and bare minimum Mondays. All right. And I, I'm not talking about the Bears doing the minimum on the field. Like as a guy, I... The everything shower is that's just a shower for me. Okay, guys, I don't I don't break up the showers into everything, some of it, parts well, no, you, of it. We can't because you and I both put stuff. Well, I don't I, shower with you. No, 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 no. There is no you and I no, in no, the no, shower. No. I've had to explain this to my wife before because she's like, "You're not supposed to wash your hair every day." And I was like, "No, I you don't, don't care you what don't people understand. say about that." I get that. You don't understand. I'm doing though. my own thing. I go when you put stuff in your hair, when you put product in your hair, you have to shower every day because you have to. Rinse that out before you like restart your day. If I'm taking a shower, it's a, it's the commitment to the shower. Yeah. I'm not I'm not getting also, into the shower for a part. My showers aren't twenty minutes to thirty minutes long for a piece of the body. Yeah, we're like we're like we're in and out. What are you talking about here? Oh, you can't wash your hair. How much time is that? What are you, what are you, you? reading? The new, the Wall Street Journal in well, there? If I mean, girls what, have long hair. It can take them longer to wash their hair. That's why they set aside whole nights for it. Well, and that's why they say sometimes they you need to get everything the everything shower. shower. It's Is that the like whole, an everything bagel? Yeah, it's the whole deal. You get everything on it. Well, it's the best type of bagel. It is. Kevin, uh, you shared with us uh, during the commercial break <laughs> that uh, you uh, have selected to not take an everything shower at times. Yeah, sometimes. it's You know, I, I was in a time crunch. Uh, I had long hair at the time. It is an ordeal when you got long hair and you got it takes a while to wash and dry and, and get it all ready and everything. So I didn't want to go the whole nine yards. And I just, uh, in my sink, over my sink, more accurately, I didn't crawl in. I was kind of hovering. But uh, I, I just chose to wash certain parts of, of the body in lieu of a, of a full go shower. I can't call it on the air when I called it off the air. Why not? A horse bath. No, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you yeah, said. Yeah, you thought I said a horse bath. I thought you were paying me a compliment. No, yes, yes, a, yes, a horse bath. Uh, yes, that's the, that's the term. A horse bath. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, sure, but you can't bathe oh, it. The twitchers got it. You can't make it bathe. Yep. I don't know if that term is being allowed by the mod of it. They're mod, getting around mods, it, but they—it's uh, there. They're getting around uh, it. <laughs> wait, so, wait, what? How did they accomplish anything? You just kind of—I was fresh where I needed to be. Where you? Yeah, for the night. All right, time for five up, the five whole down. Night. Yeah, the whole night. Yes. Uh-huh. Because he's a horse. Five up. High five. Five down. Down low. Too slow. Five up and five down with Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. And down. Five up, five down. We look at the five best teams in the NFL, the five worst teams in the NFL as we head towards week seven. And it's brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. Abdallah, let's look at the top of the board. Number five. I'm going to place the Dallas Cowboys at number five. They're four and two. They get the win over uh, the Chargers 20 to 17 on Sunday Night Football. I was debating between three teams to slot in there at number five. I'm taking Dallas. I want to hear who you have as number five before I give you the two others I left out. Uh, I have the Miami Dolphins at Whoa. number five. The Miami Dolphins at number five to me. And it's simply, I would have them higher. But their defense is atrocious. 27th ranked according to DVOA. I cannot put them any higher because that defense. They have the best offense in the NFL, hands down. 
the best offense in the NFL, but I can't put them higher than five because of the defense. Okay, so you might have these teams in the rest of your top five, but I selected Dallas ahead of Buffalo and Baltimore. I do not because have those teams. I thought Dallas had the better win in this week than Buffalo over the Giants, Baltimore over Tennessee. So I think Dallas had the best win. I have them at number five. Number four, I have Miami at five and one. Mm. Uh, they beat Carolina 42-21. They have the number one offense in DVOA. They're, they're fantastic. I get it. The concerns defensively. But I think Miami is the fourth best team. And uh, Ramsey's going to be back soon he's back Mm -hmm. to practice today Mm -hmm. uh so i i've got the dolphins at number four i have the lions at number four um they have the fourth best offense the third best defense i think they're a pretty complete team you know golf for all the uh crap we've given him over the years he's they have the best offensive line pro football focus ranked them this week they moved them up to number one they have the best offensive line in football when you have the best offensive line in football and you have a great play caller in ben johnson i feel like you could put a lot of guys back there and you can make them look as good as jared goff has so i feel like he's pretty interchangeable which is why i don't have them higher than four number three that's where i place the detroit lions at five and one uh that win at tampa 20 to six they're really good. Uh, and Jared Goff this season, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions. I'm impressed by both lines. Like you kind of laid out, Abdallah, their top five in offense and defense and DVOA. They're fifth in defensive yards per play. The Lions, this is a real deal team. The hype oh, was yeah. worth it. Uh, I was wrong suggesting that they weren't going to be as good as the hype kind of wow. led us to believe in the offseason. So Detroit, they're the third best team in the NFL. So I have a combo here. What I do you have, have two and three are the uh, same team for me. You got to make a decision. No, 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 no. I can't make a decision yet. They're two. Th- these teams are too similar for me. The Chiefs and the Eagles are two and three, and you can put them any ranking way you want to. Look at their wins. They haven't. Besides the Bears, the Chiefs haven't had an impressive win. And if you look at Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, he's thrown as many interceptions so far as he did all of last year. The Chiefs have the better defense than the Eagles do right now, which is something I didn't think I would be saying. And the Eagles have the better offense than the Chiefs do right now. So I have right there a two and three. You can put them in any order you want to. For me, it's they're both the same team, the Chiefs and the Eagles. I have Kansas City at number two, five and one. I, I think uh, bad wins are still valuable in the NFL, and their defense is top ten. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to figure out the offense at some point. I have the Chiefs at number two. I already gave you my number two. San Francisco, the 49ers are number one. Absolutely. Uh, It's rare to see, uh, especially with, in my thought process, to keep a team at number one, even though they lose. But I think Cleveland's defense is so good that it's not that big of a deal that they lost to the Browns 19 to 17. Uh, But their defense is fantastic. I think Purdy's going to bounce back this upcoming week. Mm -hmm. San Francisco is number one. Yeah. on my list. I also have that they're the number one team in DVOA. They have the they've they have the most complete team, offense, defense, special teams. They are the best team in the NFL. We're going to the bottom, twenty eight. That's where I have the Chicago Bears at one and five. Chicago Bears at twenty eight. I have the Cardinals uh, there. I they have not been impressive. They haven't won. They only have the one win right now. I have the Cardinals at twenty eight. Cardinals for me at twenty nine. That that loss to the Rams twenty six to nine. That they're really bad. I have the Bears at twenty nine just because uh, I think the Bears have a better defense right now than the uh, 
than the Cardinals are playing. And also, they have the top of this 10th ranked special teams in the NFL. 10th, 10th, top, 10, top 10 special teams. Hang your hat on that. 30th, I have the Patriots. Did I hear this morning on Cap and J. Hood from Shea Norling that Belichick possibly on the hot, hot seat? seat? Hot seat. Hot seat. Belichick, hot seat. Hot seat. Cap didn't know that it, that was the clue. Top five uh, coaches ever. He's not on the list. Belichick, hot seat. I have them at 30. <laughs> I have the uh, Broncos at 30, the worst defense in the NFL. The Broncos, uh, Russell Wilson, retire already. He's bad. Everything's bad. The Broncos. Broncos are 31st for me. I have the Giants 31st because they have the worst offense in the NFL. And now Daniel Jones is going to miss some time. So you are the second worst team in the NFL, the Giants, 31. we say together, number 32, the Carolina Panthers. I just wrote down Wolf. 0-6. Yep. Bear down. Bryce Young doesn't look very good. Nope. Five up, five down. Up and down. Five up. High five. Five down. Down low. Just low. <laughs> five up and five down with Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. And down. Five best teams, five worst teams in the NFL. It's brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. You know, Abdallah, I, I do need to uh, add Philly to the cloud of teams around five. I put Dallas in at five. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, Baltimore, Philly, Dallas. I think Dallas, that was a really good win against the Chargers. I know I know. last week when they got blown out by the 49ers, you say, well, Dallas isn't as good as we thought. Perhaps the Niners are just that good type yeah. of thing. And mm-hmm. so I've got Dallas at five. Yeah, to me, it's the 49ers are ha- hands down above everybody else, right? And I still think because, like, the reason I have the Chiefs and the Eagles in front of the Lions is because I've seen them do it, right? Obviously, they both got to the Super Bowl. So I've seen their quarterbacks get a team to a Super Bowl. Obviously, we know what Mahomes is. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. I think Jalen Hurts is regressing a little bit from last year. But I still don't know what the, what the Lions look like in the playoffs. I don't know what golf is going to look like in a playoff game. So I still have them. Like, they're playing really well. They're all playing at similar levels. But the Chiefs' wins just haven't been, besides the Bears game, they just haven't been that impressive yet. Dude, we are right now in the wrong place at the wrong time. What do you mean? What are we doing? Uh, so Major League Baseball, uh, you have the Rangers and the Astros. We'll go to that game in 15 minutes. We'll join in progress mm-hmm. here on ESPN 1000. Uh, the Rangers are hosting. It's game three of the series. Rangers lead 2-0. Uh, do you see the tweet that's out there? Here's the tweet. A real press box announcement that just happened. Anybody that wants to interview Creed... They will be available in the interview room in 15 minutes. Yo, what? So all the reporters who are there covering Rangers and Astros, they can go to the interview room and interview Creed. Because Creed, like we had on the song of the night last week, is a part of the uh, theme song for uh, For the the Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. Well, listen, Chris, I don't know about you, but some of us have already interviewed uh, Scott Stapp from Creed, so... We're uh, we're, uh, longtime friends. Okay, so you don't need to do it. No, no. I mean, I I would welcome it again. I would welcome it again. It's been a while. I would like to say hello to my friend, Scott Stapp. Sure. Uh, yes. So, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get that request in. Uh, we have the latest in the city of Chicago's fight against rats. That's next. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM.
Thank you to Jack McGrath and to Kevin Zipak for producing tonight's show of Black and Abdallah. We'll return tomorrow night. 7 o'clock tomorrow night. 7 o'clock for Black and Abdallah. We'll have Bears Weekly from 6 to 7 with Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. We're your home for Bears football, ESPN Chicago. But we'll have some Black and Abdallah at 7 o'clock, 7 to 8. Tomorrow night, right here on ESPN 1000. Abdallah, the city of Chicago plans to spend $1.5 million to fight rats in 2024. Yes, $1.5 million more. Oh, more. Yeah. So they actually... uh, How much money do they already spend fighting the rats? So they spend uh, $13.3 million fighting rats, and now this budget is going to go up to $14.85 million for the Bureau of Rodent Control for the 2024 fiscal year, which to me, I haven't done the math, uh, but that's a lot of bats with barbed wire around it. Like if Rat you're sticks? like, I feel like we should have a, a draft, a crew of people that just go yeah, out. No, and no, no. It's not. Rats? It's not. A, it's a certain crew, though. Your name has to be Charlie, and you ha- <laughs> you get a you get handed one Charlie work. Uh, yeah, one baseball bat with barbed wire wrapped around it, and you have to go however much go that sack costs, the rats? and you have to go bash rats in. But yeah, this city spends almost fifteen million dollars to fight rats. Chicagoans last year uh, filed over 50,000 rat complaints. Unbelievable. Last year. Now, I live uh, right in front of the train tracks, which is like Rat City. (laughs) Oh, you have a whole city out there. I got a whole city out there. Your alley is different than everyone else's alley? Yeah, because the train's right there. It's a a bigger alley. What does that matter? They've got more. I don't know, man. They just tell. That's what they tell me. They tell me there's more rats there. Lots of debris, probably. So when, when you go back there and you take a look, what do you Dude, see? One time I went to go throw my garbage away and I opened it up and I got yeah. I got hissed at. I got, it was right in there. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. and my wife just busted out laughing <laughs> yeah. at me. I was like, you open there next time. She's like, no, that's why you do it. Uh, and yeah, so over 50,000 rat complaints last year. And the uh, inspector general said it would audit the bureau uh, and gave them more money. They said they need more money. Wow, uh, so, so over yeah. $13 million spent on yeah. bashing rats. As of Friday, citywide rat complaints were down last year uh, from this time uh, from 40,173 requests to around 38,500 requests. So the requests are down. So Bastion's working, people. <laughs> Get out, out there and bash the rats. Keep bashing the rats. They're not endangered. Bash the crap out of them. I mean, it's the rats and the pigeons. I'm actually more annoyed those at the just pigeons. Rats with, well, yeah, but those aren't. We know what those are. I mean, they, those are surveillance tools. Yeah, I, but the the rats. I mean, they scurry about in the alleys. But I mean, I, I guess as long as they're not in your home, then then they don't really bother you too much, do they? The pigeons? No, the rats. The rats? I think they. I mean, going to take my garbage is an adventure. Oh yeah, no. I mean, when. Late at night, you got the dog baggy, you go to throw it in, and you get a <laughs> on no. top of the garbage can. Yeah, like... I'm giving you more food. Our building has, like, one of those dumpsters, so when oh, you open it, one, yeah. there's usually one trapped in there, yeah. and... and <laughs> it scurries out. I probably shouldn't say what I... I, I was going to tell a st- story. Scurries out, man. You know, we... <laughs> We had we had garbage bags, right? Yeah, there were like wine bottles and stuff. Oh, you killed and, one? No, I, I don't think it. I don't think it died because I heard it for like a day. Oh in, in, no! In the, you got to get in there and bash it. Why aren't you bashing it? <laughs> I'm not gonna get in the in the dumpster.
dumpster that's is just mean. That's just mean. No, Unless, you open. You open. No, no because you know, this is what happened. I opened the dumpster and I threw in the bag, and then you hear it, you know, smash down, and then you're. <laughs> You know what it was doing? It w- it was it was playing possum with you. It was trying to get you to get in there, and then it was going to attack. You. <laughs> no, it was it was making noise for like a day. Oh come on, man! You got to no, put that rat then, out of mad no, bash then, it. Then the garbage guys come through, and then they take the rats. Well, then they put the rest of the trash. Well, okay, though they take care of it. I can't believe I that we spent to. fifteen million dollars. Fifteen million dollars on rat control when it, a, a couple baseball bats cost what twenty bucks. Yeah, that's true. Like, not like good bats. Like, I'm not getting, like, base I mean, MLB bats You here. want to talk about silly stuff to say spending money on? I well, mean, just look at all the, the... The bike lanes? The reflectors for the bike lanes that are out there and the, the concrete that they're pouring in the middle of the street. That's a waste of money. No. Plucky Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, live in the city of Chicago, where we can hope that the bashing of the rats will commence sooner or later. Shh. <laughs> Shay Norling is listening. He's in the Twitch chat. Yeah. I threw my garbage in the bin behind my building on my way to work, and a raccoon jumped out of the bin at me. A raccoon jumped out at you? Yeah, dude. How did that not make it to Cap and J Hood? How is that not an animal story? Yeah, how, how is that not like uh, a block material? That's an animal story. Come you have on, a raccoon man. jumping out at you? Yeah. That has to make the cut. Seven o'clock hour, Shay. Animal story. I also have this story from the Washington Post. A college student used AI technology to read a 2,000-year-old scroll. That's right. An ancient Roman scroll, which was damaged by volcanic activity in AD 79. Hmm. A University of Nebraska student has created an AI program to decipher the scroll. And they know what is being said on said scroll. Okay. Once again, AI technology being used for good. What does it? What does it say? Uh, they they didn't publish what it says, but they. Then how do you know it happened? Well, they got a picture of the scroll with the AI technology reading it. It's in the Washington Post. No, nah, I don't believe it. <laughs> you don't believe it? No, I don't believe it. That's what that's if, like that's like when they send you a picture of a new solar system and it's just a marble countertop. What if they they read it and all it was was like the recipe for like a soup? Ten potatoes, some chicken stock. That's all it is. Some milk. <laughs> That's all it is. It's someone's grocery list. Apples. Apples. Rat meat. Rat meat. <laughs> Chase on the south side. The show's almost ending. What do you have, Chase? We have uh, less than a minute. You got like 30 seconds. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, so I got a quick question to ask you guys. So um, so say if the Bears were... One in five, but Justin was playing great. Will you guys still be as angry, or will you guys feel a little bit better because the quarterback is showing progress, but the team is bad because the defense? We feel better. Terrible. We feel better. I feel better because I feel was playing like, better. Yeah. We feel better because that's promising. Okay. Because then yeah. you take that first pick, you trade it back. Probably you get some defensive ends. You get some okay, more help. More. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One more. One more thing. And well, I the, the show's go. ending. That Chase. Says you got. That's you got it. one the thing. Show's Chase, you got to call back tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right, we'll All talk right, to you later, night, Chase. Guys. There he is. There's Chase oh. on the south side. We appreciate his I'm phone sorry. call. Absolutely. Yeah. One. I mean, we're, we're under a minute. Uh, but, yeah, if the quarterback was playing well and the team was just bad, yeah. at least there would be hope for the future, right? If they right? were losing games 35 to 27, I'd be like, yeah. okay, there's promise. I could live with that for a year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'd be out on the coach, but. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. His defense, for sure. Carmen, North Riverside, you want to say goodnight to the people? Good night, Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah.
ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports.